Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Brain 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 Pacific Time, 7.40 Mountain Time, 8.40 Central Time, and 9.40 Eastern Time. Thrilled to have you along with us this morning. My name is Susan Mann. I'm out of Portland, Oregon, welcoming you to the call. With that being said, um, these calls are archived on SoundCloud. If you get your podcast through a different podcast service, they could well pop up as well. And if you put in Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90, or Frank Lomas and Solutions, the digit for anti-aging all spelled out, um, they could pop up for you as well. With that being said, I want to welcome you to this TR90 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which is 6.40 Pacific time. And when you're first starting out with that program, it is a really good clean, lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals. Seven plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. That will give you macronutrients, micronutrients, and fiber. Guys should be getting about 45 grams of fiber daily. Ladies, we need about 32 grams of fiber daily. Um, that fiber is really important for good digestive health. And the closer you can get your fruits and vegetables to the unprocessed state, um, the less processing the better because that's where the fiber gets taken out when processing happens much of the time. Taking your supplement 15 to 20 minutes before a meal is optimum. If it's not possible, do take them with your meals. They'll still work. It's just not quite as effective as it would have been if you'd been able to take it beforehand. still works. I can guarantee that. Well, in my case, it works. Uh, drinking plenty of fluid to stay hydrated. The current thinking is at least one ounce of fluid for every two pounds you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking about 50 ounces of water daily. And water is your best choice, but there are other fluids that do count, but realize there's some trade-offs when you get into some of the juices and some of that. Uh, seven to nine hours of good quality sleep a night. That actually clears toxins out of your brain. It helps your body do a whole bunch of system resets while you're sleeping and really sets you up for making good decisions the next day. If you're operating on a sleep deficit, it's like operating with one to two alcoholic drinks, and it can impair judgment and several other things. 30 minutes of moderate to heavy exercise, at least five days a week. And that exercise can be whatever you want. I try to mix it up between the aerobic and the weight-bearing just because then I've got a good balance overall moving forward. Getting outside and um, smelling the fresh air, if it's good air quality out there, that's probably out on that one. Um, but if you're out in nature, that there are things that the trees and stuff actually release that um, help with your overall mood, and so that walk is always a great choice, especially if you're out in nature. 
So we've talked about sleep, we've talked about exercise, we've talked about our fluids, we've talked about our veggies. I think it's probably time to dive into what I'm going to share with you today. Uh, today's information is coming out of a book that is called Fat Chance, Beating the Odds Against Processed Food, Obesity, and Disease, also sugar, written by Robert H. Lustig, MD, and MSL. And on Friday, I left off with um, fiber. We started into fiber, half of the um, antidote. And we talked a little bit about that on Thursday. Well, a waste product or a waste, W-A-I-S-T product. As we saw, as I mentioned earlier, the glucose and sugar drives the insulin up, while the fructose brings a huge dose of energy straight to the liver for immediate processing, both of which drive obesity and metabolic syndrome, which is one of the reasons why Sinjata actually developed diabetes. Fiber practices five different properties or possesses five different properties in fighting obesity and metabolic syndrome by keeping insulin down and reducing the energy hitting the liver. The first one is the annals of absorption. Once fiber, soluble and insoluble, is consumed with a meal, it forms a gelatinous barrier between the food and the intestinal wall. This delays the intestine's ability to absorb glucose, fructose, and fat. By slowing the glucose absorption, the, body glucose, or the blood glucose rise is attenuated, which limits the peak glucose, and in return, the pancreas, sensing the slower and lower rise of blood glucose, limits its response and reduces the amount of insulin release. Less insulin means less shunting of energy to fat. When patients with type 2 diabetes ate a high-fiber diet, blood sugar was cut by one-third, thereby reducing the total insulin load of the body. The same thing happens with the absorption of fructose. Not only does the fiber reduce the dose, it reduces the flux, that is the rate at which the fructose is absorbed and arrives at the liver cell for processing. The liver can then has a chance to catch up and is able to process the fructose molecules to acetyl-CoA at essentially the same rate that the new ones are being introduced. This allows them to burn in the mitochondrial Krebs, K-R-E-D-S, cycle instead of overflowing, overwhelming the mitochondria to be shunted out and turned into fat, causing subsequent insulin resistance. So consuming fruit, despite its fructose content, is not nearly as big a problem because the fructose is for the most part, mitigated by the presence of the fiber. So that was number one. Number two is calories and cholesterol. Lower blood cholesterol levels are associated with lower rates of heart disease in large populations. One purpose of cholesterol is to aid in the production of bile acids, which helps absorb fats in the intestines. 
some of which are excreted in your stool. So if you manage to get rid of the bile acids, you lower your cholesterol because soluble fiber binds to bile acids. It can help lower LDL or the bad cholesterol. Insoluble fiber also decreases cholesterol and helps lower blood glucose. So that was number two. So the first one was annals of absorption. Second was calories and cholesterol. Third is speed and satiety. You eat a whole plate of macaroni and cheese, yet you're still hungry. Why? Food in the stomach reduces ghrelin levels, which should tell the hypothalamus that you're not hungry anymore, but you still are. The reason is that the lack of hunger isn't the same phenomenon as satiety. After food moves through the small intestine, a hormone called peptide YY, also known in parentheses as TYY, is released into the bloodstream, which binds to receptors in the hypothalamus and tells you that you're full. The PYY is the satiety signal. The problem is that there are 22 feet of intestine that the food has to traverse before the PYY signal is generated. That takes time. So anything that will move the food through the intestine faster will generate satiety signals sooner. Insoluble fiber does that. It increases the speed of transit through your gut in order to generate the PYY signal earlier, and soluble fiber forms a sticky gel delaying the emptying of your stomach, making you feel full faster. Both types of fiber can cut down on the need for consuming second portions and helping to prevent further weight gain. Number four, fat or fart. With the presence of fiber, some of the dietary fat will be delayed from absorption in the small intestine. Instead, these fiber-delayed dietary fats will make it all the way to the colon where they won't be absorbed, thus keeping insulin low. Although controversy remains, it is thought that insoluble fiber contributes more significantly to the effects on obesity and insulin resistance than does soluble fiber. The downside of this process is that this fiber will generate a lot of nitrogen, carbon dioxide, methane, and a little hydrogen sulfide in the process. In other words, it's fat or fart. That was number four. Number five is bowels and bugs. The human body contains about 10 trillion cells, but your gut harbors about 100 trillion bacteria. They outnumber us 10 to 1. For years, we thought they were just along for the ride, making gas at inopportune times and visiting upon us the occasional traveler's revenge. But those bacteria are a big part of our energy metabolism. Most of the gut bacteria live in the large intestine and are anaerobic, which means they metabolize without oxygen, therefore waste more energy than oxygen burners. Well, if all of our nutrients, including fat, glucose, and fructose, are absorbed, in our small intestines, what do the large intestinal bacteria have left to eat? 
What we can't absorb, the fiber in particular, the soluble fiber, this is why so many fiber supplements such as Physilium give people so much gas. There are thousands of species of gut bacteria, but science has thus far focused on three, the bacteriotis, the firmicutes, and the archi. Most, almost assuredly, the bacteria can composition of the gut is one of the factors that promote weight gain in some people. The fiber composition of diet is one of the factors that determines the bacterial profile. Because fiber delivers more nutrients farther down the intestine where the bacteria can utilize them for energy. <clears throat> Excuse me. Taken all together, it would appear that alternate Altering the fiber content of the diet alters the bacterial content in the gut, allowing for the beneficial bacteria to proliferate while keeping the obesogenic bacteria at bay. So those five things that fiber has for us is the annals of absorption, calories and cholesterol, speed and satiety, fat or fart, and number five, bowels, and bugs. I think I'm going to stop there for, t for now. Tomorrow I'll probably pick up with fiber and insulin resistance. I hope you have a great day. This is Susan Mann for February 6, 2023, signing out. I want to wish you all a great day. If you get a chance, get outside, enjoy some of that fresh air if it's reasonable to do so and safe. With that, I'm going to take us off mute so we can say goodbye to each other. At the top of the hour, if you scoot over to Facebook One Team Global Live, one of our leaders will be sharing some information on how to build a new skin business or some information about what new skin is doing in the world today. With that being said, have a great day. So there we have it, my friends. Five reasons why that fiber is really good for us and why we need both types of fiber. And if there's no questions, thoughts, or comments, then I will let us all go, and we'll see you back here again tomorrow. Hope you have a great day. Stay safe out there if the weather is treacherous where you're at, as it is in some parts of the United States and around the world. Have a great day.